Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Weird Didn't Watch, the show where we make fun of movies that we have not seen based on nothing but their very weird descriptions. I'm Bradley. And I'm Albert. Today we're kicking things off with 976 Evil. 8675309. I don't think I've ever actually heard that song. It's a pretty good song. I believe you. They've had to retire that number. Um, so this, if you didn't pick up on this, it's not like some random numbers and then the word evil. It's a, it's a phone number. Like, but what's the area code? I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe, maybe I mean, the area evil, code is so everywhere. 666, the obvious joke, but that's lazy. Spike and Hoax are, have radical names, first of all. Wait, what's the second one? Hoax. H-O-A-X, like they, they're hoaxing me. One, I've never heard the word hoax used in that context real quick, but <laughs> I don't know if I'm on board with that name or not. Like, legitimately, I don't know if I can make fun of it or not, because it's... Huh. Why? Because it's too good? I mean, not there, but it's like... I mean, people can name their kids Hope, which is just a word. Yeah. Or, like, super cynical parents. <laughs> I don't... I, I love this name. It's not like I... Like, I legitimately think it's a cool name. It's If it's his real name, it's a little bit try-hard on the parents' part. Which I, I realize lots of parents are doing these days. They're either going, like, way sort of esoteric because, God forbid, your kid is anything like other people's children. But... Did you ever watch the show Mad About You? No. So, uh... What's his name? Like, uh, guy who did Spaceballs. Mel, Blo- Mel Brooks. Okay. He uh he is a recurring character on there that plays Paul's great uncle. Yes, I'm gonna is... assume that you're correct. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm... <laughs> I'm just seeing if you're following. I'm following. Yes, okay. I know what great uncles are and television. <laughs> and his name is like Phil or something like just some normal, but he's in the hospital and they're about to have a child and he goes, I want you, if you have a son, to name your child after me. Like, yeah, no, of course. We'll name him Phil. He goes, No, Deuteronomy's my real name. Uh <laughs> all the weekend is like, listen. You say Phil, 15 kids are going to run up and get that sandwich. They call for Deuteronomy. That kid's getting his sandwich. <laughs> but I, I legitimately don't like that attitude. I think, I don't know, it's like all of the names that we had before were dumb and we need to come up with new ones. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't like disrespecting the past. I, mean, I would like to go back to our episodes where we're talking about people from the future and you're making fun of the name of Alex. Because <laughs> it wasn't futury. <laughs> okay. But that's a different story. Is it? Is it? If you're is it? writing genre fiction, you're, that's the thing. If you're a science fiction writer, we don't you, get the weird future names if we don't try stupid names now. No, we're not. If I don't name my kid Tiberius Rex the third, there will never be a Tiberius Rex the fourth. Fine. <laughs> anyway, they're cousins, Spike and Hoax, <laughs> who live with Hoax's overly religious mother. Well, now I don't know how he got the name Hoax. They come across, or I'm sorry, they stumble across a mysterious premium line phone number. And it's been so long since I've used like a real phone. I'm Is this like a 999 number kind of thing where if you dial it, you have to pay? Maybe. Like a sex operator? When did this come out? 90s? I didn't actually write down the... Uh, this feels like a 90s or 80s. I think it's 80s. I was not alive during those. I'm Googling. I was born 
and Neil the Age of 1991. 1988 is when 976 Evil came out. There you go. I have no idea how the phone technology or culture worked back then. You've never heard of a like a 900 number? No. I know 4411. Legitimately. Yes. I Wow, there is a sister's age gap between us. <laughs> there is no, I and but they they still exist. I'm pretty I'm sure. Sure, but there's Google, so. Yeah, I don't know, like which is why I'm perplexed that I think okay. 401 still exists. So if you're of Brantley's age or level of ignorance, not as a sh- throwing shade, just like as yeah, hasn't heard of, of the it, term, yes. right? Um, back in the day, you could call a phone number, and I guess still where they would charge you per minute for how long you were on the line, and people would use this for, um, well, maybe for actual business stuff, but also for some uh, sexy times over the phone that you pay for kind of thing. Yes. So, anyway, this is this is that, but not with the sexy times. Maybe with the sexy times. Anyway, they... Evil sexy times. They stumble across a mysterious premium line phone number, 976-EVIL, which appears, at first, to be just a fun novelty hotline that offers creepy fortunes to those who call. That's fun. Yeah. Except if it's like $20 a minute. Yeah. But they soon discover that it's a direct line to hell. And then they put in, literally, because I guess... You, maybe you could you, mean that figuratively. How would you get that installed? Did Satan do it? You know that Is movie, it a call The to Core. New Jersey. Have you seen The Core, where they have the unobtainium and they drill to the center of the Earth to restart? I actually have not. While I... they were down there, they, it was also a phone line laying operation. Okay. And they uh, they had some unobtainium phone line that they put in. I mean, I've seen like movies and like TV shows where Satan has a phone that he can call and normally talks to God or somebody, but it's normally just for a gag. The, yeah, the fact that Satan's like, here that is fascinating to me. So, so, like, Satan's sitting at his Monday meeting, and he's like, all right, now, growth has been good this quarter, but we do need to continue thinking about the future. Contacting mortals is kind of hard, because they have to do the whole ritual, and they have to call us first. It seems so like the whole blood oath for your soul thing is out of vogue, and some demon's raising his hand, and he's like, sir, I've heard they have these new things at the surface called telephones. Yes, tell me more. Tell a phone. Tell it what, though? Bye. Chirp, chirp, chirp. <laughs> and, and the demon's like, well, I, we, uh, here's the deal. Here's the beauty of this situation. We will get them to pay us money, and we will get to steal their souls at the same time. Spike loses interest. Fair enough. Is the, uh, Again, at this point, they th- <laughs> like, it says it's direct line to Satan, but he's probably just like, that's fake. <laughs> Guess. And, you know, this has been fun, but it's just, like, I have other things to do on a Friday night in 1988. I have hair to spray, That's dances they, to do. They had all the outside stuff since they hadn't invented Netflix. That's People true. were probably invent- inviting him to go to the skating rink or whatever. I miss going to the skating rink. You still can. No, I can't. Uh, I, I went because I have kids. And, that's, uh, that's why you can. It was, if I go, people were just like, we're going to leave now. It was difficult. I fell and uh, bruised up some places. I was glad I was not older. I was like, man, if I waited until I was like 60 to do this, I would have been in the hospital. Future you is not going to have fun. Why not? Because he's going to be too old to do anything. You can't go to the beach. You can't skate. 
I am going to be skating. This is a callback to last episode. I'll have my walker and my skates at the beach. That's why I drowned. Well, now you're trying to skate on sand in the water. No wonder you died. I'm trying to get a tan. There's just going to be a very perplexed rink. shark just staring at you like, I don't even want to eat that, but what? How did the skate get in this shark stomach? How did stomach? he do? <laughs> Spike loses interest, but Hoax uses the powers the number gives him. He gets powers. That's the thing. Like, Hoax is walking around with powers, and Spike's like, yeah, but... Did he have powers before or after Spike lost interest, and did he choose not to tell him... Because the evil phone line convinces him he should keep it for himself. Oh, that's a good point. He's like, man. So now the friendship is being divided. <gasps> that's good stuff. To the power of phone. Because see, really this whole movie is a metaphor about how technology and phones keep us separate from people around us and isolate us. It's a really deep thought piece. Uh, or it's gonna, a dumb movie about the phone. We're going <laughs> to resurrect it as like evil.com. That's going to be the new... It's like, how about those phones? Oh, wait, Wasn't no, that it's just an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> Anyway, he uses these powers to exact revenge against everyone who has wronged him. Inadvertently allowing his soul to be slowly taken over by Satan. So what powers do you think he got? Um, I'm going to answer a real answer and say probably telekinetics and maybe some mind control. Maybe. But That's... do you think he just has those or he has to call the number? Oh, like juice up. Like, yeah. Charge the powers. That and is it like sense. a timeline. He has the powers before they run out, or does he have just a certain number of uses before he has to call again? And like as he gets further and further into it, he needs more and more like time on the phone. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't. <laughs> he's wanting to again use a it. metaphor for the addiction of technology. Yes, or other kinds of addiction. Yes, it's like it, you know it's losing its potency as he gets further and further into it. At this point, you didn't have smartphones. You had the bricked cell phone. So. Less addictive. And these guys didn't have that. Let's no. be real. He's living in his mom's basement and she's a religious nut. So It's a landline to hell. It's a brick phone. Spike must race to stem the tide of destruction that Hoax is perpetrating. Yeah. I mean, seriously, if if he if he notices that weird things are happening, like first off, he's noticing that people are dying that have wronged end quotes. We don't hoax. know that he killed anybody yet. I mean true, but he's messing them up somehow. He's taking revenge. That's generally not pretty in these kind of movies. Yeah. So Spike has noticed this. The cops are probably questioning him first because they're you know best friends. They hang out all mm-hmm, the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, we know you had contact with these people. We need to talk to all- you and your buddy Hoax. And Spike is like, I don't know anything about this. And he, like, the police don't know about the phone line. Maybe he mentions it like we were just... We heard this weird phone line, so maybe it's someone on the other end. Something like that. And then he starts putting two and two together. He's like, oh, wait a minute, no. But now he can't be like, it's a phone line to hell because... It's the police. You're going to get arrested. You can't go to the police and be like, um, I think I have the fu- Like, this is kind number? of a tired trope, but it's one that stands for a reason, because you can't be like, it was totally Bigfoot, officer. He killed that man. Like, we're going to need to take you down now, <laughs> questioning, and maybe for a few tests. And then, so I didn't read the, the rest of the line. This is kind of dumb, and I'm going to break one of my rules kind of here. He's, he must race to to I'm sorry he must race to stem the tide of destruction hoax is perpetrating hoping like hell that he can save his cousin's soul oh they're cousins I forgot about that part yes also that seems like a weird I guess it's clever yeah it doesn't it seems like you have literal hell in your movie like to throw that in there 
And then you're hoping like that. It, it, I don't know. It just seems confused to me. Maybe I'm being a nitpicker. Eh. Next up, we have 976 Evil 2. Let's see. The Astral Factor. You don't need to do two. Just be like, Evil Calls Back. Yeah. Like that. Because now you have too many numbers and it's confusing. Now, <laughs> trying to dial that is like, is, is the nine the extension number or what am I doing here? They're actually... So back in the day, you could do this. If you had a tone dialing system, you would just dial the numbers and then you could push the two and it wouldn't do anything messed up. There was a local radio ad that took advantage of this. The guy had, you know, five, seven, six green as his uh his number i think that was green it, it was green and he like green has too many letters there's more than four letters in green mm-hmm. but you could just push the last button and it wouldn't matter because the phone was already dialing he actually had to release an updated commercial when cell phones became a thing and he's like you could still call the number but like don't put that last thing in there because your phone won't know what to do with it <laughs> and it won't call us so it's still 576 green, but not with an N. It's green. <laughs> a local killer, which I think is, yeah. you know, there's so many commercial killers out there, like the corporate, you know, they've Give just... flashbacks to Chrome Skull. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chrome Skull 2. With Preston. Oh, Preston. Preston. There's just, there's <laughs> not as much heart in killing these days. <laughs> you really have to support your local killers. A local killer, Mr. Grubeck, murders a young woman on a college campus. Okay. I am legitimately, like, they started off this sentence and they, the, the use of the word local, like, all killers are local. Unless, maybe, like, if you've, like, if you're dealing with, like, an invading force, you know, like, the Americans in Vietnam weren't local killers, and if you... Like the British in the 1812 war weren't local killers, but yeah. it seems like an odd way to say it. I mean, some serial killers like travel. Most don't, but some do. Fair enough. The one in uh, Zero Theorem. I'm not gonna. St- I'm not. This is not a good thread to go down. I'm giving up. <laughs> Let's edit this out. The townspeople are shocked that he would such a thing, as Mister Grubeck is one of the town's more outstanding citizens. <laughs> that he would such a thing. Yep, they were shocked. How could you such a thing? He did thing. He thing. <laughs> Him do. <laughs> it bad. He would. <laughs> he would not. He did. He did. Mr. Gr- Grubeck would not such a thing. He did such a thing. <sighs> As Mr. Grubeck, did I already read this one of those towns? They've all been talking on that phone, haven't they? (laughs) Just sucked away the brains. While the police are investigating the situation, Spike wanders into town. So I guess we're carrying over characters as well as concepts. Well, he survived. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if he's hitchhiking or if he's just sort of in a daze. This is not one you really need the uh, previous characters. No, you don't. Like, I'm not against it. Like, it's fine. It can work, just don't go the alien route where it's like, just shove Ripley in there and then it'll make the movie work. Please, it'll make the movie work. They're doing that. that, This reminds me of the movie Escape Room, which I just saw and I highly recommend to everybody, except for the last two scenes, which just kind of deflate it. It's like, it's 
It's literally one of the best movies that I've seen this year until the last two scenes happen. And then it's like, well, now it's just kind of mediocre. <laughs> and what the last two scenes do is they set up characters to return See, to well, the hooks. next movie. Whereas, like, so I'm just going to, it's not really a spoiler, but the whole premise of Escape Room is that the Escape Room is run by this sort of shadowy super powerful organization of rich people who want to see people like try to or get killed in weird escape rooms it's like saw but with a lot more rich people which maybe is honestly like a more believable version of saw because yeah after a while it's like wow this guy had a lot of time to set up traps even with all his helpers jeez this is an incredible effort he's putting in i mean two had the whole house which was still questionable but but like, Escape Room 2, all it needs to do is have that premise again with new characters. And maybe you have the pr- characters from the previous movie bust in, like, halfway through. Like, and, working with the police or something. Right, and they're now they're part of it, too, but they know about stuff, and then they get killed. But no, they, they took the time to really set up, we're, like, we're definitely going to have those people come back for movie 2. For, for sure. They will go through this again, and yeah. maybe not survive. So, thanks for coming to our movie. You know what's one of the best parts about Iron Man and Godzilla 2014? Is they wanted to build a universe, but they focused more on building just one good movie that if it worked, we could do sequels. And some people would argue Godzilla maybe not good, but definitely not, not burdened down with sequels. By the way, I'm not one of those people. I love Godzilla 2014, but I know it has detractors. Uh, But it's not filled with like But compare that to The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Or The Mummy? Yes. Which I know you enjoyed. I enjoyed it. It's not a great movie, but I enjoyed it. But it's stuffed chock full. No, yeah, this is a problem with the movie. Yeah, it's like we're launching a thing. Godzilla was just like, here's some Godzilla. You can like it or not. They even talked to Garrett Edwards. He's like, is there going to be cameos from the world? He's like, no, we want to focus on making a good American Godzilla movie. Didn't say that because of the last one, but everyone knew it because of the last one. But (laughs) we can pan past the thing that says Mothra. You know, and I think there's like a Rodan As, mobile that they, there is like he's got the little like uh, origami birds, cranes, yeah. but they kind of look like pterodactyls, and they're sitting above. Uh, they're positioned in the window, so it looks like they're above a volcano, which is Rodan in the first movie. There's fun nods, but there's not like Mothra's a thing, guys. Yes, although I will say the second movie just ended up doing the Justice League thing anyway. They're like, yeah. we have all the monsters. I didn't enjoy the second one that I much. I liked the second one. That was great. I liked that they... I guess I liked that if they continue with that universe, now we have all those monsters that we can just use. They're like, okay, we have a ton of monsters. And they are original monsters. Right. So in 2020, if they can't renew the rights to the Godzilla Toho characters, Legendary owns the rights to Behemoth, Scylla, uh, Methuselah, and all them. Which one's Methuselah? Methuselah's the big giant rock thing that looks kind of like uh, Anguarius. Oh, man. He was cool. Yeah. Apparently, like, his backstory is there was a town, and then he just kind of laid on top of it and went to sleep, and so a dude came home from overseas, and there's just a mountain where his town used to be. When? Like, medieval times. Oh. I like the idea, although that should have been, I guess Rip Van Winkle doesn't sound cool. Like, Methuselah's just an old dude. He doesn't sleep. I mean, that's kind of not his deal. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, the other monsters have been sort of moving around underground or trapped. Uh, Scylla, the big spider thing with the squid face mm-hmm. that I thought was Kamunga, but it's not. But it's, it's based It's similar. Like, it's a site name, and this is a big diversion we're going on. Its site name is a reference to the first movie that had Kamunga in it. 
Okay. But that one is like sleeping in an oil field, which I was as I was reading the book, I was thinking like, is the oil her blood? Ooh, interesting. And thought. is that an idea for like all oil fields? Is like not actually come back to the organic manner, it's just like Titan blood? Hmm. But then like refined into gas. <laughs> we haven't actually seen a Titan bleed yet, have we? Uh we see Ghidorah bleed, but that doesn't really count. And Godzilla, I think he might bleed. And twenty fourteen. Batman asked him if he did. <laughs> and he then just he gets stepped away. on. <laughs> Do you bleed? You will. Oh, Ooh. God. <laughs> Screonk. <laughs> I want to see that movie, Batman v. Godzilla. Well, he fights him in the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny. Okay. Very good. Um, back to movies we haven't seen. Yes, that was our <laughs> mini Godzilla review. Now we're back into the regular show. I Thank mean, you we for... didn't do one for the movie, so... I did think about doing one on the phone, but I just we didn't get around to it. I was lazy. Yeah. I didn't love it. I, I I hate like trashing things too much, as as its own thing. Anyway, a police psychologist's daughter, Robin, stumbles upon the scene of Spike wandering into town. I guess I, it's probably the scene of the murder. Maybe, but, but this is an odd place to put it in the series of sentences. It does, right. So like, 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 he, I, showed, he showed up and she just wandered like. I am the daughter of a police psychologist. I know you've, like, we did, it's been like five minutes of Godzilla, but <laughs> we, we started off with local killer Mr. Grubeck murdering somebody on a college campus. And then we get the reaction of all the town people. Then Spike comes to town. Right. And then Robin stumbles on the scene. Like, they really need to get the crime scene people funded a little better. <laughs> that body's been there for three weeks. Everybody knows about it, except for Robin. Or maybe she got drunk. No, this is how they know it was him. He was caught in the act. And then the towns were like, I can't believe you would do what's, do such thing. And then, you know, Spike showed up. Like, everyone's freaking out. And then she just, like, wanders out by everybody screaming. She's like, what's going on, guys? <laughs> well, she, so she's, I, I will continue. There's actually more information in the rest of the sentence. That's not important. As that how, because that's how that works. <laughs> uh, she stumbles upon the scene and blacks out after seeing Grubeck in handcuffs. While being interrogated by the police captain, Grubeck asks for a phone call and calls 976-EVIL. Okay. Again, leaning to the phone turns people evil like it did with Hoax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Implying that he somehow found the number. He was a good guy, a good-ish guy before. Like he was an upstanding member of the town and then just started calling this number. It's just like, oh, it's funny. Maybe it was around Halloween. It was a fun gag. Maybe then, he thought he could like, use the power for good. Somehow gets in your head, makes you want to call the phone number yeah. more. Um, kind of like a Christine thing, only on a phone. The line tells him he will be granted a favor for serving the dark side. It's and, going a lot less subtle than with hoax. <laughs> and receives a special power. Now, the line tells him, and then apparently the line receives a special power that makes him transparent. That's just bad sentence structure. Or I realize they're talking about Mr. Grubeck. He's not invisible. He's just <laughs> translucent. <laughs> He's Which just at like night a... still works. Right. And it's a cheaper effect. Because they don't have to work things around and just like have him moving things and then just overlay it over a scene without him there. I like the idea that he's transparent, but not invisible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I guess that's what you're going for, but he's like glass. I mean, like I'm saying, so... you can still use it at night. <laughs> but during the day, it's just... I had to wait for this to fade away before I can go get groceries. Didn't buy any yesterday. Had to go murder someone. It's also got the invisible man problem where he has to be naked for it. 
But again, he just Ooh, looks like that's glass. how he got caught and faded out the worst possible time. So he's super getting electrocuted. <laughs> okay, this is confusing because there's actually more to this sentence. The power makes him transparent. Okay. Yet solid. Okay, yes. And can walk through walls. Okay, you have to decide what you mean. Okay. Do you mean transparent, like he, you can see through him, or is he solid, or can he... What? You don't need the solid part. Cause is he just it invisible makes him and he can walk through walls? And he can walk through walls? Yes, that's what I'm guessing. I guess what they're saying is if he wants to, he can still pick stuff up and punch people? Yeah. Like, the walking through walls thing is at <laughs> the will. The worst murderer ever. I'm invisible and can walk through walls. I've come literally been turned come, into a ghost. Come back I, Oh, no. I want to strangle you. I, let me get, I can't pick up my knife. I'll, I am now naked because I cannot hold up my pants because I have no body. <laughs> this is the worst phone call I've ever made in my life. <laughs> he spills the truth. By the way, I just want to point out, I don't think police stations let you call... 900 numbers. It seems like they would have a workaround to stop you from calling <laughs> sex workers and charging it to the government. He was allowed his one uh, phone call, Chief. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> He's been in there for five hours. We tried to stop him, then he said it counts as a conjugal visit, and that's technically legal. <laughs> he spills the truth about the phone number to Robin, who semi-believes him. I've I've laughed so hard at this. I've just become numb. Like my face is numb right now what because part I do laughed. you think she believes? I don't believe Factually, that you're transparent. She, I mean I'm, I'm invisible right now. You can't even see me. I mean, For all he, you know, you are literally I've forgotten the word where you hear voices schizophrenic. Uh, schizophrenic. <sighs> but okay, so building forward. She's physically talking to him, so his power's probably not active right now. He tells her there's this phone number that convinced him to do this to murder and gave him powers. We're going to assume that she believes there's a phone number. She believes in f telephones, yes. Step one. Step two, he called somebody. Whether or not they have supernatural powers, maybe not. Probably believe that they tried to convince him to do this. Probably doesn't know why. Probably thinks either he's dumb and fell for the power thing or is being blackmailed and lying about it. Here's a possibility. Yeah, I was going to say, she thinks he's been being coerced or hypnotized into it. And, like, yeah, she doesn't buy the power. That thing. would be an interesting but disappointing twist, as this is the sequel. Right. That doesn't actually give you powers, just hypnotizes you into thinking you're superpowered and making you want to murder. Oh, and Spike's there, like, telling everybody, yeah, no, it's a superpower, but, like, retcon, it actually wasn't in the original movie. It was his friend doing all that stuff, mm -hmm. and we, maybe they actually, like, reshoot some footage of the original yeah. killings. Which... If this was its own movie, that's fascinating. But as a sequel to one, where was the phone call to hell? That's super disappointing, if that were the case. Well, we're also just making this up. I'm aware. Probably, I'm aware. Yeah. Grubeck appears in the hotel room of the witness to his murder. You guys are really bad at this cold cop thing. Yeah. Also, it's not Chief, the witness to the, the murder he did. Chief, is there Mary going to spring for locks in the cell doors? I don't know. He's too worried about tourists. He should, well, you know, he walked through the wall. Okay, fair enough. He did get his phone call. Yes. Shows up to the witness of his murder, Terrell, and kills him. Which, they already had him in custody. He escaped custody. The witness died. It's not like you've fixed anything. I mean, yes, but if he can go back into his cell, 
Oh. And then it's like, but how would I murder him from here? I am just man. I would not such a thing. <laughs> I would not. <laughs> he would not. When Spike searches Grubeck's house for evidence, which I guess he has the right, he's probably breaking in. Let's be real. Spike, yes. He's not even part of this town. The house attacks him. Ooh. And he barely makes it out alive. I think that this is not valid. Unless the house has somehow been specially wired with a phone in every room. For some when reason. When was the like dial-up internet implemented? Oh, I was... I mean... I think... I want to say it was in the 90s. Like, you could do... Uh, like, Well, no, because War Games was in the 80s, wasn't it? Yes, you could dial into, uh, like, you could do networking. I mean, you could do networking all the way back in the 60s. Yeah. Computers could be hooked together. They had what they called telnet machines, which were essentially cloud computing, where you just had a monitor and a keyboard, and you were sending, like, typing stuff in that got sent to, a like, a server somewhere, and then the server would actually do the calculations. So, so that's been ow. around for a while. Maybe he has internet. <laughs> and somehow that allows the entity that... The evil force that inhabits the phone lines to control things? I'm reaching here a lot. Yeah. If just around with the age of Wi-Fi, it could just be like, it's Wi-Fi, it's fine. But it's not. <laughs> no. And I don't know... Again, I think I think they're just being like, I don't this know, feels the house like can attack him, whatever. They, they, I know, it feels like he they needed to fill time and something for Spike to do. Yeah. And the Evil Dead 2 had come out. He, that is Spike, shows Robin Grubeck's phone bill. I know that's not, probably not how it's phrased in the store in the uh, description, but with the previous grammar. He, that is Spike. <laughs> I, I also want to point out that, like, this is a movie with the scene where one character shows another character a phone bill. <laughs> Look at this. He called Domino's three times this month. I mean, that is part of police work, but still. Uh, Not an interesting point. Which contains more than 100 calls to 976 Evil. Believing Spike, Robin breaks into Grubeck's office to find more information. Does it attack her? But suffers another flash. Like he flashes or like a blackout? We didn't... I don't think we saw a flash before. This I is mean, the first flash... She had a blackout earlier. Oh, stumbles upon the scene and blacks out after seeing Grubeck in handcuffs. Right, that makes sense. I wasn't... Yeah, I'm I'd assuming almost, it's a longish description, so I'd kind of forgotten the beginning. we did talk about Godzilla for a while. Yeah. When the lawyer for the police lives out her flash, Robin becomes even more worried. There's... What? Hang on, my brain's like trying I to... I don't write my, these guys. My brain's trying to con consolidate this into a way I can speak. So the closest I can guess to the meaning of what you just read aloud, I don't want to use the word, word sentence, <laughs> is the first Final Destination when the kid is having flashes to how people might die, like psychic visions, and then that actually happens. Right, but when I'm... He's having so a vision of somebody fainting? Like, and then it's just... He, then it's just fainting. Like, there's not anything to fainting. Is it Spike or the girl who's having the flash? The girl's having the flash. 
The girl has the flash, and so then the warrior she... has the vision of the flash that causes her to faint. I thought it was saying the warrior lived out the flash. Lives, yeah. Well, so I'm thinking in my head she like flashes and sees him doing something, and then later she sees him actually do the thing in real person. That's my guess. I don't know. It's not a good sentence. Oh, okay. So she has a vision, and then it actually happens, and she's, and she's like, just thinking oh. it's just like weird. Like she thinks she's mentally ill or something. Like possibly because like, her dad's a psychologist. So she right. would get the medical, like, no, you just need to take your medication thing. Not, hey, you're seeing the future. Good on you, kiddo. <laughs> when no one believes her, Robin and Spike team up to ha- to defeat Grubeck themselves. Which is, I mean, that's the obvious end of this movie. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, they're the protagonists. When no one believes her, they say, screw this town and leave him to the murderer. Well, they could, like, the police could do something. No. But no. No. Also, the police have an on, and this this is a small town. Yes, is what I've been picturing this whole time. Yeah, they have an on hand psychologist and their own lawyer. Is that how that works? I couldn't figure. out. I was really thinking about: is this the district attorney? Like, did this person just sort of shorthand that? Is this the person who would defend you if you shot somebody? And like everybody was like, shouldn't have done that. That's like the exchange that Dipple would have the district attorney if he ever gets arrested. He's like. Do you know who I am? You're like the cop lawyer, right? Or something? <laughs> yeah. He, Close they, enough. <laughs> I don't know that they understood. I mean, I guess police do have lawyers. I mean, yeah, I guess. But it's an odd thing for that to be like a character in this movie. Like, it couldn't be the sergeant or... The chief. The chief. Or her dad. Or her dad. Yeah. The fact that she's the daughter of a psychologist has not meant anything to this movie. But we are overlong. We uh, we reviewed Godzilla, and that was two very long 976 yeah. movie reviews, or descriptions. I'm getting tired. I'm j- I laugh, and I like concentrate, and my brain starts to go. The next episode you guys hear is going to be unhinged. Woo! So stick around for that. Tell your friends. Subscribe to the podcast. If you have not done this, by the way, uh, we would really love it. For those of you who are out there and have not reviewed us on iTunes, if you enjoy it, uh, we would love for you to tell iTunes that we're good, and it helps us. Or at least middling. Yeah, we'd love to have more people laugh along with us. If you laugh along, tell your friends. We're just here to have fun, guys. On the internet, not IRL. No, don't. They shun them. Bye, guys. Bye.